Hello and thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of the D1T in 5 for Thursday, July 6. Let's jump into today's top stories. Elon announces Miami Senior Deputy AD SWA Jennifer Strale as its next AD, effective August 1. President Connie LeDoux-Book said, Jen stood out in the search process as a strategic and visionary leader who is dedicated to the enhancement of the student-athlete experience and the holistic development of student-athletes. Strale will be officially introduced to the Phoenix community on July 21. Collegiate Sports Associates Assisted Butler appoints Marquette Assistant VP for Athletics Development slash Senior Associate AD Grant Leyendecker to the newly created role of Associate VP of Athletics. Leyendecker, a Bulldogs men's hoops alumnus, will serve as a senior leader in the athletics department with responsibility for leading the comprehensive advancement program for athletics. Additionally, he will play a pivotal role in elevating the focus on delivering exceptional fan experiences, while leveraging his experience at other top programs to foster an environment that supports optimal performance for our student-athletes and teams. On threes Andy Wittry writes on San Diego State's method of communication regarding its Mountain West intentions with Hawaii President David Lasner saying of the initial June 13 email sent by the Aztecs to league leaders, I was surprised the letter did not include a confidential watermark. Commissioner Gloria Navarez followed up with the group the next day, writing, in working through the process with SDSU, President Adela de la Torre has just requested that presidents not forward the letter to athletic directors to limit the chance of it becoming public. I'm guessing some may have already forwarded by now. The board should keep SDSU's requests confidential until it has a chance to meet and confer. I'd advise keeping your athletic directors updated verbally without sharing the actual letter at this time. If you've already shared with your athletic director, please remind them this is confidential until we agree on a communication strategy. Wyoming has released a new strategic plan to run through 2029 with the five core goals, championship culture, facility enhancements, revenue generation and entrepreneurial pursuit, statewide engagement, and student-athlete success and well-being. As part of the last area, Wyoming states, provide additional student-athlete financial support as permitted per the NCAA including, but not limited to, Alston monies, cost of attendance, etc. Pittsburgh extends its partnership with Nike through 2026. Panthers AD Heatherlike said, Pitt and Nike have been terrific partners for nearly 15 years, and extending our agreement through 2026 supports our department, our coaches, student-athletes, and staff. We have seen success on the field and in apparel sales since our rebrand with Nike in 2019. I am eager to see how our Pitt-Nike relationship continues to progress over the coming years. Georgia Southern has received donations from Buffalo Bills kicker Tyler Bass and Atlanta Falcons kicker Young Ho Koo, both former GSU student-athletes, to support construction of the $12.3 million Anthony P. Tippins Family Training Facility, where both will have a goalpost named in their honor. Puck Dylan Byers offers his perspective on the goings-on within ESPN and cites one former company executive, who explains the network no longer competes with cable and popular sports brands but rather the biggest tech platforms, all of which are eager to increase their portfolio of live sports, either through exclusive rights deals or licensing. Byers writes, the model they back themselves into is unsustainable and a vicious downward spiral given the cord-cutting landscape. The pool of competitors is increasing, and they have a lot more cash to spend than ESPN. Meanwhile, the downstream benefit of a new sports subscriber for Google, Amazon, YouTube, etc., is greater across multiple revenue streams than it is for ESPN. 
Moving forward, one industry veteran tells buyers that the truth is, nothing makes a difference that isn't a live game. The solution, buyers continues, may involve spinning off ESPN, potentially with ABC. Or it may involve selling ESPN to private equity. At the very least, it seems everything is on the table. The Ohio State-focused 1870s Society began publishing short-form videos featuring Buckeyes student-athletes this week, and plans to begin monetizing the videos with ads beginning July 15, according to On3's Andy Wittry. The 1870s Society is the second collective to launch a platform in collaboration with Firework, Innovative New Media and Urban Edge Networks. Georgia's Classic City Collective began using the platform last month. The 1870 Society president Todd Markovich says the collective has partnered with more than 50 Buckeyes student-athletes. Across 14 programs so far in ads, we see ourselves as a content creation company. We need to create content that drives eyeballs to the website so that people are seeing our subscription packages, and people are being entertained at the same time. That way they'll have a better understanding for how 1870 operates, which is different than others, and see what our values are. Hopefully, Buckeye Nation is entertained enough by the content we're producing that they understand the need in the NIL space to keep Ohio State elite on the field. That's the end goal. Thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of the D1T in 5 for Thursday, July 6th. We'll see you back here bright and early tomorrow morning.